Good evening, everyone. I'm Susie from SciTech, and tonight I'll be your audio guide to the galaxy. This week on the audio guide to the galaxy, we'll be exploring a great collection of constellations in our night sky, Argo Navis. We'll talk about how to find some stars that make up the constellation and how to find them. You can listen to this episode after the sun has set on any clear night this week. Make sure you've got this episode downloaded, and once we get started, try to keep your phone screen off so that your eyes can adjust to the darkness. And before you head outside, make sure you grab some insect repellent, a torch, and a jumper because it's starting to get a bit chilly in the evenings. We're going to start our voyage tonight at Sirius, the brightest star in the sky. You'll find it over towards the west, about two-thirds of the way up the sky. Sirius is the brightest star in the night sky, and it's a bit special because it's visible to everyone around the world. The second brightest star in our night sky, just to the left of Sirius, is Canopus. But it's not actually any less bright than Sirius. In fact, the star is much, much brighter than Sirius, but it just looks less bright to us because it's a lot further away from us than Sirius. It's about 300 light years further away. Canopus isn't only brighter than Sirius, it's much larger than Sirius too. Canopus blazes with the brilliance of 10,000 of our suns. It's a type of star called a supergiant. Although its exact age is unknown, Canopus's great mass dictates that the star must be near the end of its lifetime, and it's likely a few million to a few tens of millions of years old, which, compared to our sedate, middle-aged, five-billion-year-old sun, Canopus has lived in the stellar fast lane and is destined to die young. Canopus is found within the constellation Carina, and Carina is just one constellation of three that make up a true spectacle in the night sky, Argo Narvis, the ship of the Argonauts. The ship of the Argonauts is a famous tale in Greek mythology, and it features the hero Jason. Jason had a bit of a troubled upbringing, having to be hidden as a child from his power-hungry uncle, Peleus, who had stolen the throne. Once he was old enough, Jason decided to take back the crown and he challenged his uncle. Peleus knew that Jason was the rightful king and he said, Sure, but only if you complete the quest to find the Golden Fleece and bring it back to me. The Golden Fleece was a trophy of great honour and prestige, and Jason gathered up a crew of great heroes to sail the seas in search of this famed fleece, including Heracles, son of Zeus, and the two twins of Gemini, Castor and Pollux, who themselves are immortalised in the sky as stars. As with any good myth, there was adventure, betrayal, sorcery, revenge and entanglements until finally, Jason heroically claimed the Golden Fleece. So the constellation Carina, where Canopus is, makes up the hull or the base of Jason's legendary ship. We can find it easily, thanks to the bright guiding star of Canopus and a famous sight in our night sky, the Southern Cross. 
Now hopefully you will remember how to find the Southern Cross in the night sky, but if you need a hand, you can always check out the final episode of our last season. To find Karina, I want you to start with the bright red star that makes up the top of the Southern Cross. Now, draw an imaginary line from the star towards Canopus with your finger. And now do it again, but this time, do it really slowly. And as you get about a hand span away from the top of the cross, just below your line, you should make out four distinct stars that look like a diamond or a cross on its side. This is the Diamond Cross, and all four stars are part of the constellation Carina. The rest of the stars in Carina arch from the Diamond Cross towards Canopus, drawing out a bendy line in the sky. And with a bit of imagination, all of these stars join together to make the base of the ship. Along with Carina, the Argo Narvis features two more constellations, Vela and Puppis. Puppis represents the back of the ship. The highest star in the constellation is Tereus, a whitish-yellow star that can vary in brightness every three or so hours. To find Tereus, draw an imaginary line between Canopus and Sirius. Find the halfway point between these two bright stars. And from this point, go directly upwards for about a hand span. And then you should see Tereus shining bright, the highest point of Puppis. The brightest star of Puppis, however, is Naus, which appropriately translates to ship. You can find Naus, a bluish-white star, almost directly above Canopus, roughly one hand span upwards. Now that you've seen Puppis, you start to get a good idea how large this great ship really was. And it kind of makes sense once you consider the many heroes it carried across vast oceans. All that's left now is to find the sails of the ship, which belong to the final constellation of Vela. This one's a little trickier, and two of its brightest stars are often mistaken for the Southern Cross. So often, in fact, that it's known as the False Cross. Maybe you remember that when we look for the real Southern Cross, we can use the pointers, Alpha and Beta Centauri. They point the way to the right place, whereas the False Cross has no pointer stars. The best way to find Vela is to draw a line from Beta Centauri, the blue star of the pointer stars, across to the bottommost star of the Southern Cross. Now, keep that line going for just over a hand span, and you should easily spot the False Cross. The two stars on the top right-hand side of the False Cross are part of Vela, making up the bottom of Argo's sails. Going to the right, about three finger widths away, you can spot the brightest star in Vela, called Regor. And above Regor, you should also see a bright red star, known as Suhail. The sails of Vela stretch across the left of Suhail, with the width of Vela being a whole handspan in size. Give it a go. Hold out your hand and see if you can imagine a giant sail shape in the sky. Jason knew he would need a strong ship to make the long journey to find the Golden Fleece, and only one person in all the land could build him such a craft. 
Argos, who was famous for his skill as a shipwright. With the help of the goddess Athena, Argos built the largest, sturdiest ship the ancient Greeks had ever seen. And it's still seen today, in our night sky. If you can't see it straight away, that's okay. Some of these bigger patterns can take some practice to spot. So you'll just have to come out and have another look tomorrow. That's it for this episode of the Audio Guide to the Galaxy. Thanks for joining us, and we look forward to seeing you again soon. And remember, you can find the universe just outside.